Hey, what's going on everybody? It's Riley Welch, the social media manager for Mount Pleasant Village, and welcome to the third episode of Only on Mount Pleasant Podcast. It's been a great journey so far with the podcasting, and today we'll continue. We have a great guest. We got Amber from the Manor Salon, a great conversation about what is the proper way of treating your hair and the backstory of the business. It is a fantastic story. Our sponsor for today's episode is the wonderful Sweet Culture, a Mount Pleasant staple. Sweet Culture was born from the Italian chef Andrea, a great guy to know. Discover Sweet Culture's kitchen full of sandwiches, food, salads, catering, and grab and go. A great store to be a part of. As soon as you walk in, you start to smell all the bakery, the coffee, everything that you need is at Sweet Cultura. Now let's chat about what's going on on Mount Pleasant. Well, we have a brand new blog post. Actually, we've been posting a lot of blogs about the Mount Pleasant Village. If you noticed it and if you read the blog post, let us know in the comments below what you think and what was your favorite blog post and why. And have you noticed recently that there was a film crew on Mount Pleasant? Crazy, right? Let us know if you've seen it and where you saw the filming crew on Mount Pleasant. Always an exciting time to be on Mount Pleasant. On January 31st, we are slowly opening. Ontario is slowly opening up. So remember to support your local business, shop, eat, and explore Mount Pleasant Village. It's a great collection of shops we have here on Mount Pleasant. So go on and support them. With all that said and done, let's jump to the interview with Amber Fairley of the Manor Salon. Hey, what's going on? Uh, we're here with Amber from the Manor Salon. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for coming on the Only on, Ma uh, Only on Mount Pleasant podcast. Um, so uh, how's the week been? You know, it's been pretty good. It hasn't been too much snow, so I'm having a good time. How about you? How's your week not, not been? Too, oh, not too bad. Yeah, it's a little bit the same. I, uh, I, was, I was in the area the other day and the snow oh my goodness have like where where does it go and i was driving on the side streets i'm like oh my god it's so hard to drive pro tip never use the side streets <laughs> yeah there we go there we go live from uh live from amber uh so yeah welcome to the pod um i would love uh you to tell everyone who's listening tell us about your business so I own a hair salon on Mount Pleasant uh, in Davisville Village, and um, we're a boutique hair salon, so we're quite small. There's only six of us in total. Um, and what makes us unique is we actually specialize in our field of work. So for instance, myself, I only cut hair and I style hair. So I don't touch the color aspect because it's like a totally different realm. My brain, it's two different sides of the brain. So what makes us unique is we do specialize so we can really tailor make a look um, for our guests and really pull out what they need and what they want. Um, all of our education is like really focused. So that's what makes us different, unique and useful to our clients. Right on. So have you noticed um, ever since the first uh, lockdown happened, have you seen uh, a lot of people coming in uh, to getting their hair cut with like any new ideas or any anything that they want to try or are they going back to the same kind of style? 
You know, I feel like after the lockdowns and the C word, um, people have really been quite erratic with what they want. So it's either you get, you know, your corporate dudes with longer hair, which would have never been ever something that would have happened because they've liked it every two weeks, every three weeks maintenance to like this surfer hair. And they're like, whatever. Um, to, you know, some women that also work pretty high up corporate jobs that are like, I want to do something really funky, like purple, because I can just wear my hair in a bun on Zoom. And I was like, okay, like, let's do that. Whereas these people would never like try something different or do anything a little bit more eccentric. I think it's uh, people are wanting to express themselves a little bit differently since they can't do it in other ways. So yeah, like people have really just been flipping a coin and just going way out there. Do you, are you, can you predict any trends coming up? Uh, any new styles or? It's so all over the map nowadays. Like it's not like how it used to be when it's like, oh, bangs are like totally what's in for the fall. Um, there's so many different types of people and different styles that are all like, it's like the nineties rewound, like nothing and everything goes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what, what has been like the wonkiest or weirdest request you heard uh, ever? Ever? Yeah. Ooh. Loaded question. I realize. Loaded question. Am I going through the, the filing cabinet in my brain? <laughs> um, we've had some, only one time I had somebody that really wanted like an eccentric look. They wanted it like shaved on the sides, shaved in the middle and like long bits down. And I was like, okay, we're going through a thing today, aren't we? <laughs> it's yeah. Let's talk it's, a little. Yeah. I was going to say, it's almost like, all right. Uh, I just met you, but I can tell that like something's going on. Let's, let's turn, let's turn this chair around. Let's chat. Um, exactly. So let's uh, wound it back. Like how to get in, how did you get into hair? Honestly, since I was as young as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a hairdresser. It started with me, uh, I think I was about five. I think that's my earliest memory. And I remember cutting all my brother's hair while he was in the crib and I just started going at it. Obviously my mother had a meltdown, um, but I was just like, I just wanna make him look better. I just wanna, you know, cut his hair and play around. So ever since I was young, that's what I've wanted to do. And it never really swayed. So I just kind of went through school, went through high school. And then as soon as it was done, I went straight to cosmetology school in Yorkville. Oh, right on. And yeah. what kind of made you start to think like, you know what, I can almost do my own thing. Like, what does everyone like, did you have like an experience where you're like, you know what, I can see me doing this for myself? Um, I, I've always wanted to be a salon owner. I love creating like a, an environment welcoming space. I'm always the host. Right. So it's kind of mm. not the same, same, but like, you just, you want to create the environment. So even getting into it, I always knew that the end goal would be to own a unique space. Um, so I just went with it. I, at 22, I opened up the salon. And have you found like what, like as all business owners, you all have, it's funny because sometimes I ask the same question, but I always get the different answer. Uh, so what was the most challenging thing uh, 
or challenging time as a business owner that you overcame and you're like, and I'm really, really proud of you know, what I did there. Huh, that's another loaded question there. <laughs> I'm just full of it. I, I am so sorry. Um, that's, I, I like it. I'm good with quick on my feet. I would say there's two things. So you said, um, what was the situation that's been the hardest to overcome? Correct. Um, I would say the C word, the vid. Yeah. Um, that's been super hard uh, considering we were shut down for an entire year. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty hard and we celebrated our 10 year anniversary in July and yes. we were allowed to be open for it. So that was like a little victory. I kept being like, if we're not gonna be open, oh my God. Um, but that was one of the hardest things I think I've ever overcome. Yeah. <laughs> as of right now we're still we're not fully overcoming it but I mean we're in the fourth lockdown and we're still here so I just keep pushing forward yeah. um and besides that I would say like the other thing would be opening the business at a really young age was the other thing hard yeah interesting yeah so you're saying that you opened it at 22 uh that's awesome that is a great like it's a great age to kind of do your own thing and interesting as well. Like what made you, I, I remember you were saying like, yeah, you were, that was always the goal, but like at 22, like were you uh, almost not at a crossroads where did you have an opportunity that you couldn't really refuse? Um, I feel like I was in a crossroads where it was like, I had a specific vision of where I wanted to be. Um, and Although I worked at some great places and I worked in Yorkville and Forest Hill for a while, um, I wasn't getting the education that I needed and wanted. Um, I really have more of an editorial vibe for that. And at that time, there wasn't as much uh, being offered. And, uh, and education for me is number one. And I really wanted to create an environment where education was first. So... That's why I was like, you know what? It's now or it's, you know, 10 years from now. So why not now? Right on. So after reflecting on the past 10 years, is there uh, a lesson that you learned uh, that you almost share with other small business owners, maybe within the uh, area? Um, keep making mistakes because that's how you learn. That's the only way and that's the best thing you can do for yourself. Mistakes are not failures. They're just checkpoints of where you need to turn around from that is that is so beyond like true it is something that i say to other people or like, you can't really be afraid to fail because yeah like everything that you were saying because you just you have to you gotta learn somehow uh so where do you see the manor salon in like five years Ooh, five years i know this is like always an interesting question Always an interesting question. Um, um, I still see it as a brick and mortar business. So you come in, it's tailor-made, you're, you're getting a service. Uh, but I do see it a little bit more on an online retail presence uh, with education for, for clients. Mm, that yeah. is, as like, I can only speak as a, in a male uh, point of view like that's something that we need to learn is more of 
like how do you maintain your hair how do you like keep your hair like healthy uh and kind of and because as a as a male that's growing you're almost like realizing okay the you want this to stop like like you just want this to want the hair to still be on your head so how can i prevent that or what ways like what things to use a conditioner all these things that i'm like right now learning myself uh so with with that (laughs) so is that male basic maintenance yes it's yes exactly uh so what yeah so what would you suggest for males that are uh realizing that you know you got to take care of yourself you got to take care of your hair what are what what is the first step for a male to do the first step i would say and the most basic step is you need to use good shampoo and conditioner yeah because there's a lot of guys and i've been guilty where you use a two for one and is that oh, a, the, the worst the worst Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah, no. I know. Literally every guy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I I would say that I would I would love to say that was that's not me, but that's, but it's, that's it's it's true. <laughs> uh so what is it what is like the biggest difference between like uh like using conditioner compared to uh using um uh, like a shampoo? And this is for someone who is blue in this uh, industry. Favorite, another favorite question. Um, the difference between shampoo and conditioner is one is as simplest as I can explain this. One is a detergent. So its job is to open up and cleanse and, and remove and um, you know any dirt, oil, excess, anything. Once the cuticles are open, which is what shampoo will do, you have to close them. Because if your cuticles aren't closed, you're just leaving it rough, fragile, and vulnerable. So it's like a Christmas tree when you take it out of the package. It, it's, you know, it's got that wrapping around it. Shampoo basically takes the wrapping off. But if you want to get it back into the box, you got to put conditioner. And you got to put all the pines down and put it back in the box. So it's super important. You don't want to like dry because it dries out your hair, right? Like if you just shampoo, just leaving it in a dry raw stage that it just, it only will continue to get drier. The conditioner puts, you know, all the moisturizers back in and depending on the person's um, hair texture or their needs will determine which one you use, but it always helps to replenish everything that you're kind of taking out and hydrating it. that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah that's a easy way because i know that is a huge uh a question to ask um and for a lot of people don't understand it fully like there is the difference and there's a reason why they go hand in hand and there's also another reason why a two for one is not the best way to go um <laughs> uh, so yeah like is there anything coming up uh in the next six months that you would love to uh share with us uh, within the manor? Yeah. Um, I mean, as of right now, we're taking it day by day, just trying yeah. to figure out 
and see where things are happening. Uh, in the next six months, um, hopefully we'll be at 100% capacity and we'll be able to do our annual, uh, we always do a charity every year. We haven't been able to do it since COVID, but uh, we usually do a -a cut-a-thon and we always try and gear it around a children's fundraiser. Uh, So the last one we did was for autism dog services. So we're hoping to do that again. Mm -hmm. It's a great cause. It's a great event and it really brings the community together. So fingers crossed that gets to happen this year. Yeah. So when people, when that, hopefully when that time comes, where can people find you? Where can people find more information uh, about you know, the charities you're, you're working with or with you in general? Where can people find you? People can find us at our website, which is www.themannersalon.com or else our best uh, next form of information is our Instagram. It's at The Manor Salon. We're pretty yeah, active. Excellent. I was going to say it is a great follow. Uh, if you're not already following toss them a follow they're great uh just visuals alone it's just like really pleasing to look at um so amber thank you for joining us on the podcast uh a great chat about how to take care of your hair and where can people find you and more about your business um yeah thank you thank you so much for having me well thank you very much amber for coming on the Third episode of Only on Mount Pleasant podcast. A great conversation about her background and how she started her business and great tips for males uh, who are using two-for-one shampoo and conditioner like myself and how can you take care of yourself with your hair. Uh, Thank you again, Sweet Culture, for our third sponsor for this podcast. If you're looking for a great grab-and-go for sandwiches, pastries, coffee, anything that you need, Go to Sweet Culture and their Instagram, their socials, and their website will be linked down below. If you visit Sweet Culture before, let us know. What is your favorite item? And we'll see you around Mount Pleasant. Take care.